Hello, everyone, and welcome to another session of Cerulean Roll. And I'm joined by Mako and Annette, if you guys would like to say hi. Hi. Please send help. <laughs> Please. Oh, God, the child is Started this with a very condescending note that something's going to go wrong. Anyway, let's Bro. get into it. <laughs> <laughs> last time evil on laugh at us. <laughs> um, last time on Cerulean Roll while sailing across the open seas a small speck crossed into the eagle-eyed Mako and Annette's sight they believed that the possibility of this being an island where they could find lemons and limes to stave off scurvy however as they drew closer to this island they found golden dunes that engulfed an entire island, including the many dragon turtle husks that are now being used as homes and businesses. The signs of decay was apparent from rotting leaves imbued with toxic waters, which led to investigating the local businesses of the island, namely the tavern. Upon walking in, they were met with a bartender, who seemed to be frustrated and falling ill. After being directed to the mayor's shell, they were met with quite the paranoid little man, sweating from every pore. After being a freak for a little, he directed them to kill the warlock down in the depths under the huge shell that was basically the mountain of this island. After a brief and deadly encounter in the caverns, our heroes continued downwards to confront the warlock. But as this dragon turtle known as Regvalk the Endless, began to attack and explain what his cause was, the party shuddered, realizing the moral quandaries of this situation. And after a, a long talk, and Eldorus taking heavy blows, together the combined effort sought to ease Regvalk's anger, at least temporarily. And they agreed to take him upwards to speak with the mayor and improve his public standing. And that's where we pick up today. You all are standing in the depths of this reservoir with Regvalk. So, what are you guys doing? Uh, heading upwards, I think, if that's the way to go out. Yeah, I mean, we probably shouldn't stay down here for too much longer. I like that sparkly water. Oh, you yeah, see it? Regval kind of looks at you guys and goes, Before we leave, I must take care of this before the poison spreads to an irrit... irrit... Ah, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah? (laughs) God damn, that word is hard. Oh. What are you... <laughs> no, I got it. I got it. I got it. Just give me a second. <laughs> okay. I am debating keeping that in because that sucks. Please um, do. Please do. It would be pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. Oh my god. Um, that didn't happen. That didn't happen. Not not that real. Didn't not happen. real. Not real. Don't listen to me. Real. Um, what are you talking about? Nothing happened. Uh, Regvalk kind of looks at the water. Before we go, 
I must take care of this before the damage is irreparable. And he kind of turns to face this opaque black water. He peers into this vast darkness. His reflection is staring back at him as torchlight sheens off of his rigid and scaled face. He stares unblinking for a moment before taking a deep breath. You then see he holds his hands out to the water, and a golden energy starts to bubble from within the reservoir. Beams begin to shoot out of the water as they overtake the torches in brightness. The beams warp and expand before completely overtaking the cavern with this sparkling and healing energy. The opaque black waters turn into a lighter shade of purple. And you see Regvalk starts to strain as veins begin to throb beneath his scales. Arcana shoots out like a lance from his palms. And you see these translucent and glowing turtles begin to dive into the water. No! Oh, that's so pretty. Oh, wow. And after a moment, they swim, spiraling in a whirlpool-like formation. And as they, they cleanse this water, you see all of this decay, this poison, fades away, leaving the water crystalline and clear. And you see the turtles begin to fade into sparkles of arcana as it floats in the air before dispersing. And Regvalk falls to his knees. Oh. Oh, are you alright? Cleansing a curse of that caliber, it takes a lot out of you. I see. I have been casting that spell since I got here. So it's quite potent. I see. That is quite, um, how should I say, admirable that you would clear it up before we clear your name. But are you sure you're feeling well enough to, you know, go up there and face people that might not like you very much? I think I'm fine enough to go up. If you need any help, I could aid you, for sure. Oh, yeah, me too. A simple lean on the shoulder will do greatly. Yeah, that's fine with me. And you see Regvalk begins to shakily stand up as he puts one of his scaly arms around your shoulder. Leading us out of I will warn you ahead of time. There are dangers that lurk from that entrance. But it's the only way out from here. Oh. Yeah, I kind of got whipped in the face that reptile creature. Well, the reptile creatures are not the threat ahead of us. There's... Worse? 
Yes, we are not going the way that we came. Oh. And he points forward, and you see where he was standing before, there is a doorway carved into uh, the stone wall. That's something. Well, um, we better get going, and uh, be careful, Marco. Don't fall into the water with him. Uh, if anything, it should be better if I held him. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you want to, sure. And uh, Eldorus takes uh, him from your shoulder, and uh, you guys leap across this these stone pillars that were supporting your battle before. Whoa. And as you are standing in this entrance, you see flickering flames illuminate the pathway ahead. And uh, Eldorus and Regvalk are going to lead the way. And as you walk into this entrance, you see deep black bricks lined with gold are composing the walls of this aqueduct. The ceiling as tall and looming as you can imagine. It's only filled with deep shadow. You see large archways break through the said darkness, and torches are still held on rusted metal holders, and the rust trails down the walls as if it's been melting off. Shiver me timbers. <laughs> Shiver me timbers. This place is run down. Oh. Yes. Yeah, it's, um, it's a little, uh, menacing, I think. Very. No one has come down here. For ages, it's only been me recently. I see. Um, if you don't mind me asking, uh, how were you able to survive here for so long, long even though there's such dangerous creatures here? I have only been here for around a month. Those creatures have never bothered me. Oh. I see. I think... I was intimidating in terms of strength. For I outrivaled all of them. Oh. Oh. Well, um... That makes sense. <laughs> However... Right now... I am quite weakened. Clearing up that curse did a number on me that I could not even imagine. Uh, well, it's alright because, uh, we're here. And I am grateful for that. And as you guys continue to walk, you start to notice that there are divots up ahead. Not forks in the road, but simply indents in the wall. And mm. as you get closer to these divots, you see that they are large indents in the walls. And held within them, mounted on the walls, 
you see that there are colossal skulls. What? Oh, that is... Okay. Menacing. Like, like trophies hung up on the wall. My brethren. They were hung up as trophy. As game. These people Which took pride. Which is not very good. They took pride in slaughtering my kind. My family. And, uh, Mako, as you look at one of these skulls, you do notice that they are very dragonic in nature, with subtle tellings of turtle ancestry, such as a jagged front spike, um, and a more downward-sloping snout. And another so thing you notice... <laughs> very. You also notice, um, these repurposed scales the scales that once adorned their bodies are being used to craft amounts that their heads are on that is cruel their cruelty knew no bounds I can tell these people are horrible and you see Ragvalk points to the the base of one of these skulls. It's basically every couple of steps you see another one of these turtle dragon skulls. Lining this long walkway. You can't see the end so of it. So many. Really diabolical. I Mm-mm. left prayers for all of them. In the form that they paid respects to those they ate when they were alive. We would wrap seaweed around coral to pay respects for the dead. And you see, on the base of every one of these skulls, there is a piece of coral with seaweed wrapped on it. Wow. These were grounds for my mourning. And every day, as I walk these halls, it reaffirmed my rage, my anger. And as you guys continue downwards, you are following Eldorus and Ragvolk, and you see that Regvalk promptly stops walking. To the point where you bump into Eldorus a little bit. Oh. Oh. There's a creature around. It's been following us. Huh? What? From, from which direction? That I can't tell. Everyone, roll perception checks. And oh as okay. you see, as you see Regvelk turn to you, he looks at you and you see that his eyes are slightly glazed over and more of a white, as if they are oh. partly devoid of sight right now. Roll. And before you guys tell me your rolls, I'm going to say He's you guys rolling. beat this thing. 
because he rolled what? a natural one on stealth. Oh my god. Oh my god. He's not stealthy at all. <laughs> it wouldn't even let me roll. And what yeah. you guys see, you see all of you, this scarlet, this deep scarlet liquid starts to spill out from one of these turtles' mouths. What? Viscous blood-like ooze comes out from between the teeth and wrap around the party like an arena, blocking the pathway out. Everyone roll initiative. What, what the is this? Scallop? Ooh, Eldorus did good. Ah! My rolls are not rolling. Let me refresh. I didn't do so good. Okay. That's pretty good, though. <laughs> and... No. <laughs> oh, wait, never mind. That's a four, Nana. I thought you rolled a 15 on that. <laughs> that was the last roll. Why did we roll horribly? And that's a seven for Mako. And oh my god. That is a six for Regva. Oh, oh my god, god. no. <laughs> Please. Four, six, seven. And you see Eldorus stops in his path and he goes, Oh, okay. Now we're getting right. Guess we're doing this. Um, can I punch a slime? Oh, well, let's do it. Um, and Eldorus is going punch, to punch, go to punch the slime. No, oh my god. <laughs> Eat fist. Eat fist. A knuckle sandwich for this one. And he hits. Uh, oh my, thank god. For once. <laughs> and that is going to be... Awesome. 11 damage. And you see... Eldorus's fist squelches into this red slime. Ew. However, it looks primarily unfazed. And oh. Eldorus goes, Oh, that was not a lot of resistance. And uh, that is going to go to Mako, your turn. Okay. Hey, Hedrick. Are you listening? Yes, I am. Well, you wanted a battle, right? In a battle I will get. And you see as this red skull begins to apparate in front of your face. Roll me a wisdom saving throw with disadvantage so he takes over. Okay, dokie. This is rough on him, too. It's not like a perfect transition oh, for okay. him. Oh, where's <laughs> the disadvantage? <laughs> you see as this skull begins to latch onto your beak. You see... All you see is blood red for a moment. Before Adric, you are in control. Alright. Okay, so... Ah, scary one. Rolling? Nice to see you again. How do you do it? <laughs> Okay, um, Booming Blade, right? I think that's 1d8 thunder damage? Yes, 1d8 thunder damage. Yeah. So I just, uh, roll the normal weapon? Uh, I... I think? It's like a melee, but with, like, Yeah, thunder yeah, damage. you, you do the, okay. you do your normal attack and the thunder damage. Okay. 
Uh, what is wrong with you? Um. Oh. Adric, as you hold your twin daggers in your hands, these talons begin to erupt in this electricity. And as you go to strike, this slime contorts out of the way and squeezes your hands between its very, like, slimy body. It basically grasps onto you and molds around your blades. Oh, no. And... Uh, that's going to be the end of your turn? Uh, yeah. Okay, that is going to go to Regvolk's turn. Regvolk goes, I may not have the same fight I had in me before, but I will try to assist you. And he is going to, uh, cast Witchbolt. Ooh. And that hits. You see, as this energy starts to build between his fingertips, like this uh, plasma begins to trace off of them. And they suddenly lance out and pierces straight through this slime. And you see this slime around the, the wound begins to completely sever as it falls oh, off oh. of the body in a scorching... Uh, manner. And that is going to go to your turn, Nanette. Mm. Mm -hmm. The creature mm -hmm. rolled bad. <laughs> oh. Oh, I just realized. Okay. Um. Hmm. What do I do about this? I feel like if I shoot it, nothing's gonna happen. I'm thinking that, like, I'm. I feel like it might be more affected by like magic. At least that's my guess, because I don't really know. Yeah. But that's how I, I don't really it. have. Roll me an really insight have... check, but it's gonna take your turn to solve this. Okay. I don't really have anything that could work anyway. If that's the case. So wow. Okay. Um, as you're studying the damage that's already been dealt to the slime, you would be totally right to guess that magic is the thing that's been damaging this thing the most. But you yeah. also gauge that physical damage, while not completely effective, still is sort of Ooh. working. Oh, okay. Cool. And uh, what are you doing? Oh, wait, no, that's the end of your turn. Right? Yeah, that, that takes up my turn, yeah. And that is going to be the slime's turn. Nuh -uh. And let me roll to hit. That is a 14, and Eldorus is right in its way. Oh, but you see, as the slime goes to hit Eldorus, Eldorus dodges out of the way, simply moving his hips to the side as these pseudopods and tendrils come lancing out. And Eldorus goes, Oh, that was too close to the waist, buddy. Those um, hips do not lie. They sure don't, Mako. I mean, Adric. I'm kidding. He didn't say that, I know. <laughs> he would not say that. <laughs> That'd be really funny. Eldorus kind of like... Picks his ear. Am I? Am I just hearing things? Oh no! I have the voices. Um, <laughs> and that's gonna go to Aldoris. And Aldoris goes, "All right, punchy, punchy." 
Punchy, punchy, um, indeed. Punchy, punchy. And punchy work! Hey! <laughs> punchy work! Yippee! And that is going to... You see as Eldorus decks into the slime once more. But again, his hand kind of sludges in. And then it gets stuck there for a moment. He's like, yuck, 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 yuck. And pulls out. <laughs> and that is going to go to your turn again, Adric. I think I think oh, every really? time okay. a punch lands, uh, Nanette lets out a sigh of relief. <laughs> <laughs> okay, She's I'm thinking herself, finally. <laughs> yeah. finally. Alright, hopefully this time it's much better. What is wrong with you? Oh my god. What? Oh my god. What the um, hell? Okay. Bruh. 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 Okay, okay. Us? That is... That does hit. It does? Yes. That's good. <laughs> wow. Roll your damage. Awesome. It was a D8, right? It was a D8. Yes. Are you... You're using Booming Blight again? Yeah. Okay. Which one was the... Which one are you? No, that's not D8. That, there it is. Awesome. And you also get to roll your damage for the daggers. Okay, that's like seven damage total. You see as you... Your blades get electrified with that energy again. And you plunge the both of the daggers into the slime. As this electricity fries the insides of this slime, pieces and, uh, pieces and bits of it start to fall off of it. But your daggers, again, feel that odd resistance, or lack of resistance, I should say. And that is going to go to Regvalk's turn. You see Regvalk is going to um, use another one of his spells. Alright. And he, again, his fingertips start to conjure electricity and plasma. And they suddenly lance out. Let me roll to hit. As this electricity oh, begins to arc outwards, it pierces directly through this slime. Oh, never mind. We're good. And, uh, yeah. Bits and pieces of the slime start to fall off, smoldering. And that is going to go to your turn, Nanette. Uh, alright. What if I just I took think... a bite of it and ate it? <laughs> Um, you that's, might die. I don't know. That's such um, a not Adric thought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, that's a me. Um. Hmm. Wait. Question. How how close are we to this thing? Um. You guys were in the far back. Uh. Following, or I guess you guys did bump into Eldorus. Um. I would say you're kind of you're ten feet next to it. If you want to use your turn to move back a little bit more, um, it won't get an opportunity attack. Oh, because I was just... Um, I kind of want to use a Hail of Horns, but it's like every creature within five feet of it also has to... Ooh. Oh, Eldorus is straight up in there. Uh, Mako's oh. also up in there. Oh, oh, right. Okay, okay, okay. Then I, I won't do that then. Um... I'm just gonna- I'm just gonna shoot it. Um... Uh... Oh wait, that's fine, actually. That hits, mind. that hits. Yeah, roll your damage. 
Let's go. Ooh. Oof. You prance backwards and fire an arrow straight into the slime. You see the arrow gets lodged within it midway, even the feathers getting submerged in the slime. And it just warbles in response to that. And that is going to go to the slime's turn. What's that supposed to mean? Mako, you did a decent amount of magic damage to it, so it's going to attack you. Oh, Lord. Um, And that is going to be... Oh, that is going to hit. Uh, let me uh, roll damage. What the hell? It does 10 damage to you as this pseudopod, this tendril slashes you across the face, kind of marring your beak. What the hell? And that is going to be the end of its turn. And that is going to go to Aldorus. Mm. Maybe no punchy punchy. Punchy feels weird. All right. I'm just gonna... Uh, what should I do? Uh, stabby, stabby! You see, as Eldorus holds his hand up to the air, his blade flies into it like ocean wisps. And as the sea foam fades away, Eldorus does a big overhead swing onto it, but the slime shuffles out of the way, as it reels backwards, avoiding the hit. Oh, no. Not gonna lie. Not very cool of you. <laughs> and that is going to go to Mako's turn. Okay. Let's do this again. Meatball, Schlingle. What is that? Oh. <gasps> yeah, that hits. Oh. That hits. Oh. Roll your damage. All right. Um, no spell attached to this one, right? No. As Adric, as you slash into this thing twice, you peel away at the slime, but just more floods in front of your daggers. It seems almost unending. Why are you so slime? This thing very slime. What is wrong Uh, with you? (laughs) What is wrong with you? Uh, and that's going to go to Regvalk's turn. You see as Regvalk holds his hand into the air. Just one. And you see a turtle dragon's claw begin to form out of this apparition of ice. And he is going to use chill touch. And that hits. You see as this icy turtle dragon claw begins to peel into the slime, freezing over sections of it. That's awesome. And it holds this grip onto it. And it does seven damage. And that is going to go to your turn, Nanette. Oh, right. I'm in here, too. Um, okay. You are in here, too. (laughs) Oh, really? You do be battling. I I forgot I was conscious. Um, okay. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) Damn, I forgot it was real right now. (laughs) Um, Damn, this podcast is pretty funny. (laughs) This podcast is pretty funny. I forgot I was part of it. Um, okay. I'm gonna... Oh. Wait, that's fine. That is fine. That hits. Oh. Okay. Roll your damage. 
get it. Oh my god. Woof! Jesus. All right. right. Nanette, you hold steady. Your position is firm. And you begin to launch another arrow into the slime, this time piercing directly through it. Um, you see, it goes in, splits the arrow inside, and goes right out the other end. And that well, you deal a whopping amount of damage to that. Um, yeah, and I'm that is going to go to the slime's turn. It is going to roll to hit. You see, as it begins to uh, pull out these pseudopods again, parts of it start to warble and deform as these large claws come out. And it goes what? to drag down into Eldorus. But you see Eldorus holds up his arm and kind of deflects it the other way. And... My classic maneuver. No, no, no. (laughs) No, no, no. Now to the other classic maneuver. Um... I really want to say run right now, but it's more like shocky, shocky! Well, oh, I rolled damage first. Whoops. Whoopsie daisies. And I'm it did hit. Instagram slime video out of it. Awesome. I'm going to shock you so damn bad. And you see Eldorus funnels clouds between his palms again. Lightning begins to strike inside of it. And he pushes his hands out, looking like Goku a little bit, and fires an electrical oh. ball at this slime and you see it begins to tear through it as these tendrils of electricity pick it apart and sends uh this scorched slime everywhere by the way as this thing is being scorched repeatedly the scent of blood is filling the air the the scent of burning blood is filling the air blood slime um, and that is going to go to uh, Mako's turn. Okay. I should say Adric's turn. Alright. That's kind of disgusting. What is that? <laughs> yeah, you got the scary bird. Hit him hard. <laughs> I, couldn't even, I couldn't even see the number because it just like went past my screen. Oh yeah, it, it hits. It hits. Roll your damage. Okay. What is that? It's not um, showing me the number, but it's okay. It's okay. I oh, got it. Um, you plunge your daggers into it and start, again, kind of pulling away through this thing. And slime begins to get caught on your daggers as you're just kind of pulling apart at it. But as slime does, it begins to just stick right back together. I'm going to eat this cello. This thing is cello. mad annoying. He's, he's saying the truth for real, for real. And that is going to go to Regvalk's turn. Regvalk is going to... Um, he's just going to grab at it harder with this um, this frosty uh, dragon's he hand. Grip the jello. Oh, he is gripping it. Oh he is my gripping god. that shit. Oh my god, he is gripping that he's shit. gripping their jello. <laughs> Oh, no. Don't say that to me. Um, 
uh, you see that this huge frosted over dragon claw begins to squeeze this uh, slime as a majority of it begins to harden and crack and fall apart. And there's only this tiny sliver remaining. And that is going to go to your turn, Nanette. Stop on it. Stop on it! <laughs> Step on it. I don't know if I want to do that. It's gonna get okay, stuck at the not? bottom of my hoof like a piece of gum. <laughs> okay, you know what? That's fair. That'd be really funny. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go for this. Wipe it off. Wipe it All right. off. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. You roll your damage. Yeah. Nanette, as you pull your strength in this bow, you feel the string begin to harden as you're pulling with it. You're pulling it with all your might. And you fire this arrow into the slime, and you see as it separates in every direction as the arrow punctures through it, killing the slime. Yeah. And that is the end of combat. Oh, nice. Oh, good job, Nanette. Thank you, thank you. I, um... This might be a little weird, but I did not like the way that thing smells. Those slimes are known as blood slimes. But not for the reason that they are actually blood. They feed on iron, which gives them their red texture. And Regval kind of uh, points your eyes at some of the torches which are fallen off their handles as this iron has been eaten away. Oh, that makes sense. That's interesting. They are quite nasty little creatures. I definitely don't want any of those anywhere near me ever again. And if the time comes, and I do see one again, what would I do? Take a big magnet and just suck the iron out. <laughs> just like me. <laughs> well, the first step would be finding a big magnet, I guess. I, I'm sure I could acquire one of those out and see, you know, like how those treasure pirates go about with their magnets, their fancy big magnets on their ships, and they go scouring the bottom of the sea for cool shit. I could just take one of those and suck the slime's iron out. I... I guess? <laughs> yes, it'd be really cool. It's, um, it's really, it's really creative. You are quite imaginative. Thank you. I, I do have quite the imagination. You needed to become pirates, for creativity solves all. Uh, anyway, let's continue marching onwards. Hopefully no more blood slimes, because I don't have my magnet yet. <laughs> um, and, Adric, do you decide to stay out, or do you just uh, swap places with Mako again? Oh... I don't think he really wants to stay around once there's, like, no more fighting. 
you see Adric, as you lose interest in your surroundings, you start to try to revert. Just like how you did before. Give me a wisdom saving throw to swap back with Maka. Okay. Alright. And uh, Adric, as you begin to peel your consciousness away from Mako's, letting him back in charge, you do notice some resistance as it becomes slightly harder to separate yourself from this body. Okay. Oh no. And right, Mako, buddy. you slowly awaken with hazy vision. Well, what's happening? The scary one didn't say goodbye. He really needs to get better manners. Uh, that's not very him. We fought a slime. A slime? He like looks like. Yeah, it's well, a it's a blood slime. A what? Yes, a blood slime. Oh. I kind of forgot <laughs> why it's called a blood slime. Nanette, do you want to explain? No, because I think I have a very good chance. Don't worry. Iron? Okay. <laughs> well, if you want a chunk of it, here it is. And he picks up a frosted bit and hands it to you, Marco. Uh. <laughs> why do you have that with you? Well, it was on the floor. And you picked it up? Yep. Careful, I think a piece of my ghost hair is stuck in the frosty bit. What? Oh. Yeah, a bit of my hair is stuck in that frosty bit. It's alright. I think if any part of me is separated from me for a long time, it will just evaporate anyway. So you could keep a sample of the blood slime without my hair. You are... Um, uh, let's go. What are you about to say? What were you no. about to say? <laughs> were you about to call, what were you about to call me? Were you about to no. call me a freak? About to call me a freak? No, actually, it was quite the opposite. <laughs> I was just going to say you were strange. Oh, no, I appreciate that. That is quite the compliment. You were, huh? Is that what? really the opposite of calling someone a freak? No, there's a large difference. See, if I called him a freak, that would be very aggressive, honestly. But if I said, oh, you're just strange, it's, it's just like calling oh. someone a little bit odd, you know? Well, I understand that, but I guess the true opposite of calling someone a freak would be calling them uh, normal. I don't know. No, no, well, who wouldn't want to be that? Normal to you? Oh, no, I'm just saying. After you said that, the camera panned over to Eldorus, and he's just smiling and transparent. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, let's 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 just go. Come on. Right. Yeah. As you uh, continue down this path, the sunlight begins to arc uh, around the corner. You see a doorway is just around the corner. And as you turn to face these beams of iridescent light uh, that flood into this aqueduct, you are met with this instant and mortifying view. 
Oh boy. As this gargantuan skeletal maw of a turtle dragon is agape, acting as the doorway to this Mm -hmm. aqueduct. And you also see a sad sight as a myriad of coral wrapped in seaweed is strewn across the floor. Almost like there's one for every day that Regvalk has been in here. Don't mind the sight. I just have never really accepted losing her. I don't think I ever will. Don't apologize. Oh, yeah, no, it's completely understandable. I appreciate the sentiment. And you see, he gets off of Veldoris's shoulder, and he begins to weakly walk over to the door. As he passes by the bottom jawbone, he pushes back a dried-up rose bush that is that has those same purple veins across every single bit of it. And he holds it so you guys can pass through first. Oh, thank, thank you. Oh, yes, thank you. I assume you are all more eager to see the sunlight than I. And as you pass him, uh, you guys break out into the open air. And as you step outside, this refreshing air floods into your lungs, and it feels like the best breath you've taken in so long. (sighs) Oh, really? You know, the sun kind of has it out for me, but wow, this breeze is so good. It's okay, Marco. I'll get the sun for you someday. You know what? I really <laughs> appreciate it. Though that is a very what? concerning thing, because we kind of need the sun. Why? Well, it kind of makes plants, you know, animals, you know. Uh, I've seen wizards make plants and animals, so maybe they can just take <laughs> over for the sun. Wouldn't we, uh, like, freeze or so? Yeah, we would all freeze. You would freeze. I, I would freeze. What? That's... Not, that's not enough. You could make fire, too. It's not just a me thing. You can do it, too. Yeah, yeah, well, I know okay. I can't. Well, could it make up for the lack of a sun? I think so. If everyone in the no. world made a, made a fire, it would mm. probably equal out the whole heap thing. Not everyone can make fire. I think everyone should be. Well, okay, if like seven or eight wizards cast fireball (laughs) at the same time at each other, that's like the sun in a room. (laughs) I don't think that's how it works. I think so. Have you ever stood in a fireball room? Because I have. I. Why? What? I'm just fucking with you. Oh, huh? Considering the cobbler thing, I'm not sure. Like, what? Don't speak of them. Uh, It's really offensive. 
You're bringing up my trauma. Come on, I'm oh. trying to look cool in front of Red. Okay. <laughs> All I'm trying to say is that I'm not sure what you could or could not have been through, considering That's what awesome. I've already heard. I have uh, so much power. I what guess. What is wrong with you? Oh, <laughs> 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 well, words of power, and I feast on them. Uh, no, you don't. <laughs> yes, I do. I'm eating my words right now. Nom, nom, nom. No. Nom, 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 nom. What? He's such you... a freak. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I, I don't mean to interject, but can we continue onwards? Yeah, yes, that's kind of, of the main point we were trying to get to. Let's go before he starts talking about something weird again. I'm eating words. Eating words. Yummy words. Stop eating words. Let's go. Let's go. All right. All right. Calm down. <laughs> and... As you guys walk across this dried forest, you do notice that you are on a different side of the island. This oh. is... You notice that the town is on the left instead of your right, like how you arrived. Pushing through the dead and dried forest, your feet are met with that crunchy golden sand. But after a short jaunt, you push forwards into the town. And you see that Regvalk is already beginning to shake with anger as he walks a little bit ahead of you. <sighs> you see his fists are balling so tight that blood begins to seep from his palms oh my God. as Whoa. his claws dig into them. Um... And that kind of like turns to Eldoris and Mako, like, should we try to calm him down a little before we go into town? Uh, yeah, I think so. That's... That wouldn't be a good idea because I, I believe from what I heard last time, uh, he was so angry that he scared everyone into thinking that he should be in that cave. So right. maybe we should cheer him up a little bit. Uh, mm. Kind of hard to do when you're surrounded by the corpses of your family. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Let's at least try to stand right next to him. I have an idea. What? Uh, what's your I idea? I have an idea. I, I really don't trust your ideas. Can do you at any least... Of, do you what? have fabric? Do you have fabric? Fabric? Yeah, it's just like any piece of fabric. For what? Do you need to know? Yes. yes. All right. I was gonna blindfold him and spin him around till he's dizzy. What? Why would? You... I no. But if he, if he's like wobbling around and the world is spinning around him, wouldn't you have a smile on your face? No, I no? would be pretty confused and also kind of frightened. Maybe I'm confusing being dizzy for being drunk. You yeah, you probably are. 
All right, how about we take him to the tavern and get him boozed up? What? We can check on Little Jewel at the same time. Well, or do you guys just want to take him straight to the mayor? Uh, um, I don't know. But I don't. I, it feels wrong getting him jumped up like that. All right. Well, then, I guess the only thing that we can do is stand-up comedy. I'm not doing that. <sighs> what? Hey, Regvolk. Hey, Regvolk. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Yes. Eldorus. Knock, knock. You see Regvolk stares with his unending <laughs> ire. Oh as rage God. is filling his heart. No, no, come on. Eldorus. <laughs> let's, let's not do this. Now is not the time for knock-knock jokes. Uh, you're right, but it was a good attempt. Maybe not a good yeah. attempt, but it was an attempt. It, it was an attempt, just not at the best time. What cheers an angry turtle man up? I don't... I don't... I don't... We can at least support him, is that... that's all. Alright, yeah. we'll... Let's just stand next to him and look really happy. So maybe he'll just look like he's having a bad day, but he's usually like us. I don't know, I'm spitballing here. Let's just stand beside him and support him as best we can. Yes, that's exactly what I think. All right, all right. <clears throat> no smiling like a crazy person. All right. And as you guys march further into the town, you get a view at some of the buildings that you didn't see. Some of odd appearances. You see signs marred into the scoots. And they read the bookshell and the clinic. Sorry. I got you with that one, right? I get that was funny. <laughs> that was fucking fu I, I I was I was feeling clever with that one. Hey, buddy. <laughs> the bookshell. The bookshell. Um, hey. Hey. Wink wink. Um stand up comedy. Stand up. <laughs> I wouldn't <forget. laughs> How'd you go there, guys. I kinda <laughs> <laughs> I kind of got a feeling that there's something in there. <laughs> I got a feeling, but maybe I just won't go in there, just so I can be a little nice. Regvolk <laughs> is still surrounded by shells. <laughs> just, you see, as, like, it would be so funny. Maka, do you think you really snickered in person as you read that? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> do you think? He wouldn't. Okay. I would. I can would. I, him. Can I try to like? Can I try to like kill like, Regvolk's hey. bleeding hand right now? Um. Yes, you can go ahead and do that. You probably would want to try getting his fingernails out of there before you heal it. Oh, he's still okay. Yeah, they are like dug into um. his flesh. <laughs> 
Oh, buddy, no. Redfolk, your your hand. Ah, sorry, the raider got to me. I... It's all right. Uh, I can take care of that for you. He opens his palms, and you see that these aren't like his claws were a deadly weapon against you all. So these are like deep, deep incisions oh into his skin. Um. Yes, you can uh, use a healing slot, and I'd say you bring up to. F you just heal them. No need to oh, roll, okay. just use the slot. Alright. As you heal these wounds. Um, what's it look like? Um. I'd say, like, you see the same kind of sparkling blue magic, and it kind of takes the form of a bandage wrapping around his hand. This bandage wraps around his hands, and these blue sparkles kind of feed into his wounds. And as they begin to repair the flesh, Redvolk looks at you and goes, You are a kind one. Repair service like this to me. Uh, yeah. I just, um, you know, didn't want you to injure yourself like that. If you do not mind. Would you hold on to my hand to soothe the anger? Oh, of course, I can do that. And as he places his uh, quite large and scaly hand onto yours, his his hands are like way bigger than yours. He is a built person. And as you hold on to his uh, one hand, he clenches tightly, but not too tightly, to hurt you. But you see that face of grimace and rage is almost ghastly on his face. And you guys are going straight to the mayor's office, right? Yeah. As you walk down this black cobblestone lined with gold dust. You make your way up a rolling hill and through this winding town, all the way up to the pinnacle where you once were, and you are immediately met with the mayor's hut. Well, what's your call, Regvolk? Should we just bust on in there? Should we just knock like civilized people? I personally would much rather burst in there. But if we are here for the point of being civil, I suppose you should knock. And you see Regvolk's gaze is completely affixed on this golden turtle uh, dragon knock. Um, yeah, that, that's... <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. bad. Yeah, I'm not. He like leans over to you, Nanette and Mako, and he goes, "You know, you know, I feel like, yeah, I didn't know we'd bring him here, but I feel like I should have like ran up ahead and broke him." Uh, yeah. All right, I got an idea. What? Eldorus walks over to the door, and he grabs both of these knockers, the golden rings on them, and he begins to pull. 
and I'm going to roll a strength check for Eldorus. You see as Eldorus begins to pull and pull as these uh, door handles begin to crackle under the weight. And as he gives this, this one last big tug, he pulls the handles off of the door and tosses them into the bush. Well, those never existed, Ragnarok. Forget about them. And Eldorus knocks very politely. <laughs> Different. Well, it was it was earnest. <laughs> yeah. And as you hear this crack and peel of the wood, and Eldorus tosses him to the side, you hear, <laughs> oh, "Oh my god!" <laughs> Pirates nowadays can't, can't trust any of them. <laughs> and you hear a scuttling on the tiles. You hear a scuttling on the tiles as the door swings open. Yes, when he oh no, no, it's him, and he shuts the doors. You better open this door right now. I told you not to bring him. Wow, really? You want to explain why you kind of neglected him after everything? (laughs) He's a freak. He almost tried to... No, that's really ironic coming out of you. What? Sorry, I I got a little ahead of myself. I mean, you're not wrong. Really? He's like the spitting image of freak. I mean, he's, he's kind of like breathing out this mouth, and it's kind of freaking me out. Either way, what I said to him doesn't matter. He's the one who came into this town looking all scary and scaring the villagers. Wow, really? I wonder why. Maybe because you guys have your businesses inside of his family. Yeah, it was pretty fucked up. It's not even just yeah, businesses, it's like it homes. Put it in this way. If I killed your family and I put their ribs as... Oh, Jesus the- Christ! <laughs> Marco! Oh my god. Wow. <laughs> Roll an um, intimidation check. Roll an wow, intimidation uh, check. Jesus fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. Wow, okay. Marco! <laughs> Wow, okay, um... That came came out of nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) If I I killed your family, what? You you went full on Germa out there. (laughs) (laughs) If I I chopped you up in a meat grinder. Oh, Roll an intimidation check, cause that's fucking scary. Oh, if I kill your family <laughs> and use their ribs, <laughs> and use their He's ribs, <laughs> you know, Mako. Yeah, intimidation. Um, you know, Mako. I'm really proud of you. Oh, God damn. Oh, oh. You I'm hear it? You. <laughs> You hear the mayor start, you hear clanking of wood inside. And he's like, now I'm definitely not going to help you. <laughs> well, you, you, are you not seeing my point? 
<laughs> I don't see any would point. You, would you see if I did that to you? How that would be feeling? Okay, Mako, I got this. And you see Eldorus begins to walk up to the uh, door. And he's like, So, Mr. Mayor, I'm trying a whole new thing of being nice right now. But you're a whole lot of not nice. And I think you deserve this. And you see Eldorus is going to punch through the door. Oh my oh. god. Oh. oh no. No, he hits. He hits. Doors aren't hard to hit. He did? Oh yeah. Oh. And that is going to be... Okay, and he's going to add a plus five as you see Eldorus is enraged. Oh um... You see the noose begins to tighten around Eldorus's neck. Well, and it begins to raise into the sky. Oh boy, here we go. And he punches through the door and grabs the mare by the neck. And he oh, pulls shit. him out through the door, crashing through the wood. Now, I tried being really nice to you. I really did. But you are one sick fucking freak. Oh my god. If you don't give this turtle man the freedom he deserves, if you don't get your people out of his family's home, I will gut you like a fish and set your corpse out to sea so oh. the birds eat it. I'm not eating that. And... Eldorus is Eldorus is going to uh, make a wisdom saving throw to break out of this um, out of his Ugh. noose. You see, the noose Ugh. only begins oh. to tighten along with his grip. As he begins to get raised in the sky, he is holding on to the mare. Oh my god. Now, I'm not supposed to hurt anyone other than a bastard named Lear. But you're really making me want to hurt you. And he is going to roll intimidation with advantage. And he <laughs> needed that advantage. Oh my god. If, if oh, Nanette oh. turned and looked at that Reg Valk right now, what would she see? <laughs> As you turn to Regvolk, give me an insight check. Okay. Oh my. Whoa. Oh yeah, you see through him. You see sheer joy coming from the mayor's <gasps> pain. Wait, good. <laughs> fair, but you also see fair, but... a, uh, Wow. You see a smile begin to creep on his uh, face. As the scales contort. And, um, Eldorus is just gripping onto him. But you see that his strength is not all left as he is fully strung up into the air as his rage consumes him. Oh my god. I think it's up to you guys to knock some sense into this one. Yeah. Well, 
Are you understanding the situation? <laughs> you savages. Really? We are savages? You are living in their homes. You've had years. And you still didn't do anything about it. Do you? You're horrible. Again, this wasn't my problem. This. You're the mayor. Was just... And so were like two other people after me or before me. It's not my problem. Well, it is now. And what are you guys doing? Um, because you see the mayor is loose of Eldorus's grip and he is picking himself up. Um True, we might this place might need a new mayor. This guy sucks. For real. This guy sucks. You know, honestly, I'm fully on board for killing this guy. I just can't right now. I mean, I don't know if we have to go to that drastic measure, but he... I know is... we're coming off very Some... aggressive, but we're really just trying to make peace. That's all. Why are you even siding with him? He wow. sent the whole town not... into hunger. He's yeah, killing us. Yeah, I wonder us. why. Maybe because you didn't try listening to him. Listen, this isn't any of my concern. It should be. And he is going You're... to start running. Nah, uh, I'm gonna grip that guy. Uh, give me an athletic check if you're going to try to grab him. Right here. No Ugh. Nah. Um, you see, as you begin to try to grab him, he slips out of your grasp and continues running down. And he starts to scream. Just... <laughs> they're... These pirates! They're gonna kill us all! Oh my no, god. No, we aren't. Guys, are you seriously? Can we at least oh. tie him up and put him on a flagpole? Yes, I would appreciate that actually. But we need to get if him. If we can get him. All right, no, no, roll initiative. Okay. Everyone, roll initiative. Oh my. Uh, same everything. as last time. <laughs> I can't. Do it. At least I got something. Oh better. my god. Uh, okay, so that's going to be a Marco, and let me do Eldorus. Jesus, not much better. Um, Man. And let me go to Regvalk. Not better oh at all. Oh my god. We suck. And <laughs> the mayor's <laughs> turn is first. Oh my god. You see the mayor full speed sprints down the road. And he goes, They're gonna kill us all! They're planning to kill us all! We're just trying to live peacefully. No. -uh. And um, here's how this chase is going to work. Instead of measuring, 
or no, we we have to use the running speed. He is on a full blown dash. He is sixty feet ahead of you. Oh my god! Why is it doing so fast? He's and that is going to go to your turn, Mako. Okay. He is he is around seventy feet in front of you. Oh my! Since he god. got a head start. Jesus Christ! What do his face? I have a question. If I did catch up to him enough, would I be able to use Mage Hand to, like, grab his leg? Um, yes, absolutely. Okay, I need to catch up to him. So, um, uh, wait, no, if you're dashing, that's both of your actions. Yeah, no, oh. I'm just saying, like, when I catch up to him. Okay, so, uh, you're dashing this turn? Yeah. So, your walking speed, uh, times two. 60. 60. You are 10 feet in range of him. And that's going to go to Eldorus's turn. Eldorus uh, begins to break into a full-blown not-sprint. He is hanging right now. Um, no. You see Eldorus goes, Oh, God damn it. I'm so fast and I'm stuck here. Man. And you see Eldorus pulls onto this noose. It begins to crackle with spiritual energy and he breaks it off. He's, he collapses to the floor and he is huffing. And that is the end of Eldorus's turn. That is going to go to Rigvalk's turn. Now here's something Rigvalk can do. What? You see that? Oh my god! Uh, well, that is. He is going to as his bonus action. Dash up straight towards uh, the mayor. You see, within the blink of an eye, he is 60 feet right next to you, Mako, and he is lunging through the air. You are very quick. Magic can enhance the body. I shall teach you it sometime if you are around. Maybe so. You see. Since that was his bonus action to dash, he does get an action. Um, and he is going to use... Uh, he is going to use Chill Touch. Oh. And I'm going to roll to hit. And that does hit the mare. You see, as this... Claw starts to form behind him out of ice, and Regvalk is lunging at the mare. The claw grips onto the mare's uh, neck and freezes around it. However, the uh, mare is continuing to run, but he is looking out of shape already. And Nanette, oh that is going to go to your turn. All right, cool, cool. So, he is 70 feet in front of you. Alright, so I just... Okay, wait, what am I doing? What are you doing? Or you could do uh, a myriad of I'm... things, like shooting him. I could do that. But I you feel... could do it in a non-lethal place, too. Like... <clears throat> You are a skilled archer, but it it is going to be with disadvantage if you're aiming for a specific part on the body. I will say. 
Just giving uh, you the option. I could do that. But I I'm also a pretty good runner. And I also don't want to make it look like I'm actually trying to kill him. <laughs> yeah. True. <laughs> um, so what's your walking speed? Uh, 35. 35. Uh, double that. So that's going to be... Okay, um, Nanette, you catch up to the mare. You're on his tail. <laughs> oh, okay. You are, like, within the blink of an eye, you sprint, passing by Mako and passing mm -hmm. by Rigvalk, and you are oh. right next to the mare. I'm gonna snatch that man. Um. Me when I get you. Me uh, when I get you. You, you dash, so that's your action, so the mare's turn is next. Uh. Okay. Um, that is... Yeah, that is going to be the mayor's turn. He begins to, uh, like, limp as if he's injured, as this icy claw grips around his neck. And, uh, he is going to continue dashing and screaming for help. So that is... He is oh going to this run dude. another 60 feet around oh the town. God. Weaving through buildings, uh, in every sort of the way. And now he is another 60 feet in front of you. What the hell? Why does it do so fast? <laughs> you see, he begins to, uh, like, take off his shirt and slide against the cobblestone. What? This? Oh my god. And, uh, that is you going to little. go to your turn, Mako. And if I use jump, how 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 big of a distance would I cover? Jump? Yeah. Um. Oh God, let me look at jump. Like real quick. the spell. Yeah. Let me look at that real quick. It's like the jump distance is like tripled. Oh God. Um. I believe it should say what your jump is. Uh, when you make a long jump, you move at least ten feet on. Okay, you... Let's see. You jump half the distance of your walking speed, I believe. So, that would be... So, 15 times 3. Isn't that like 45? Um, no, that's not enough. That is, yeah, that's 45. So... It would be slightly less than running. Mm. Yeah. No, I think I prefer running. Okay. You wait. It would also be an additional 10. It would... Hold up. It would be 55, like so good. still still worse yeah, than still when enough. you're... Yeah. Uh, you keep pushing at full speed, but the mare is a little bit too squirmy. And slimy for you. Ew. Slimy. Squirmy and slimy. He is a slimy man. Oh. So I'm like Yucky. right next to this man. I'm gonna get you. Oh, it'd guy. be crazy if you cast a jump on Eldorus. Um, uh, you have to touch him, though. But he has a plus 40 to speed. Oh my god. Or he god. has a four, 40 feet to speed. Um. Wait, what? Eldorus can <laughs> fly? Eldorus can fly? <laughs> fly? 
<laughs> I didn't. I did not read what he's capable of. <laughs> That's ironic. He can fly. <laughs> Why he's can he it, fly? <laughs> I find it funny that the fish ghost man can fly, but not Muck. He he is pretty slow at it, so he's not gonna do that. Yeah. Um, Eldoris, Eldoris is going to. Let me see if he's smart enough to cut the mare off. But the mare is a pretty significant distance away, so I doubt it. Um, the mare is currently 130 feet away from Eldoris. Jesus Christ. So, let me roll um, to see if Eldoris has the intelligence for this. I gotta get and... this guy. No. Alright. Oh, where do they go? No. Um, <laughs> as we pan to Eldoris, he's just sitting there scratching his head. Oh, God. Um... And I guess they went this way. And he oh, begins no. to run the opposite way. No! <laughs> Marco! Nanette! Where are you? What? And <laughs> you can't hear him. He's far. <laughs> he's um, got Zorro. Yeah, he's Zoroing right Zorro. now. <laughs> no. You see, like, uh, Eldorus just runs 80 feet onto the beach. Um, no! <laughs> he's he's he, he begins to run up to the mountain. Oh my god, no! <laughs> where, did that, where did that slippery bastard go? Did he climb up here? I bet he did. No, oh god. And that is going to go to uh, Regvalk's turn. And Regvalk is going to do his... Oh... Yeah, he's going to use his uh, his expeditious retreat. That's what it's called. Oh, that's what he was using? No wonder. Yes, and he moves an additional uh, 60 feet with no mm -hmm. issue. And with that, he is in range of the mare. Get him. Um, so he is going to try to tackle the mare. Regvalk is not really athletic right now. He is very weakened. So let's see if he can do mm. this. You see Regvalk goes for another one of those uh, sliding jumps as he flies through the air and grabs onto the mare like a football tackle and oh. like wrestles him to the ground. Let's go. If these kind of people weren't looking after me. I would strangle you here on the ground right now. And you guys have caught the mare. And you hear him going, I'll squirm out of here eventually. You can't keep me here. Listen. Your people are dying. It's too late to sit here and say that this isn't your issue anymore. Let's just stop everything. So we can all move on and live in peace. Okay? Alright. The mayor is kind of a wormy guy. So roll me a persuasion check with advantage because he's pinned. And you guys have been chasing him like mad around the city. He is breathing through his mouth extremely hard. Oh, shoot. With advantage, right? <laughs> with advantage, yes. 
that. Let me... Ooh. He is a pretty wormy guy. I would say that Please? you passed, Nanette. Yeah. The God. mayor begins to stop squirming and goes, All right, all right. Do you know how much money this is going to cost me and my village? We'll get rid of the shells. All right. Very well, then. As long as Better. that happens, you don't have to worry about the poison anymore. <sighs> All right. One problem after the other. But I suppose so. A deal's a deal. We'll stop it as long as you stop the poison. And Rugvolk goes. My deal is done. We will not be getting rid of these shells so easy. I request that we put them to float adrift in the sea. Just as they would have liked when they were alive. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, we'll push them. Whatever. Oh, my big columns. Ah. They're gonna ruin my- God, I worked so hard on my house. Okay, whatever, whatever. You see Reg Volk is kind of narrowing his eyes to the mirror as he's talking and squirming. You can get some columns another time. Haku's <laughs> just patting his back. He's At least it's better this way. Alright. Alright, alright, alright. Well- the deals is done, so get off of me. We'll talk about it. I'll make an address to the citizens later, okay? You better. If you don't, I will end your life on the spot. And that is a threat. Unlike the one that held you before, I have nothing holding me back. All right, sheesh, calm down. <sighs> you people you know, that's more threat. threatening than whatever intrusive thought I had in my mind. You see, Regvolk cracks a smile as you say that. <laughs> I was goes, going to talk. I was going to talk about rib cages again. Regvolk smiles and he goes, "Those words you gave were quite funny." <laughs> oh. Thank you. I thought it was kind of weird. <laughs> and you see as he tiredly collapses onto the floor. Whoa. Um, oh, hey, oh. He must be tired. He yeah, is I can meekly imagine. breathing. And then, after a moment, you hear... Eldoris And Where are you? Look around and you see nothing. Marco Am I hearing voices? Eldoris? Eldoris! We're here! Oh! You guys are down there! What? You like looks up? You look and you stare at the mountain for a second, and what seems to be on top of the mountain is a glowing man. What, what are you doing? What are you doing up there? I thought you guys were up here. 
Why would we be up there? Up the mountain. I don't know. Okay, He's pretty well, slippery. You... <laughs> what? How did you get all the way up the? Uh, 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 get, look, come over here. All right, and you see, as you watch this small speck jump off of the mountain. Oh my god. What? And you see, slowly floating towards you is Eldorus. <laughs> what the hell? Oh my god. I forgot I could do this! Oh shit, are you able to do that? And like Superman, he <laughs> he he poses in the air as he hovers above oh you guys. He is a man of many mysteries. Pretty cool, what right? Superman? Honestly, I did not know I could do this. Yes, I am like Superman. Who's that? Honestly, I don't know. I, I don't know, but it ran to my pretty mind. Superman, I guess. He sounds like a man made out of steel. Get down. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and Eldorus begins to slowly <laughs> hover down. Alright, you got you guys caught the squirmy guy. Yeah, we've um, yeah. that's the deal. Oh, hi squirmy guy. And Eldorus uh goes, Do I need to strangle him? No, no, we No, we, we've, settled. we've settled everything. <laughs> you savages. I knew you I knew you pirates weren't any good. Whatever, I don't care. I'll listen. You know, I've even been a pirate for too long. Really? That speech really sounded like you were getting in the pirate zone. <laughs> well, I, 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 see, it was talking it about was just like a, a No, 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 no! Please, I swear it was. It was like I was trying to defend it, and then I made it really grim sounding, and I didn't mean to. It really sounded like something uh, I'd say when I was younger. Well, what, well what? a point was proven. Yeah, exactly. I think it wouldn't be very nice if someone lived in my family's ribcage. Well, I guess it's more like you're living in their spine. If we we are talking about their anatomy. So, like, what are we talking about? Are we, like, are we excavating the bone marrow and the spine fluid and then living in the ribcages? Because that's a little bit gross. I guess this is gross, yeah, too, and he points at the shell. I, that's kind of yeah, what they've been I mean, living in, which is... Horrifying. I don't think I want anyone living in my spine. I mean, me neither. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, you you get the point, though. I didn't mean to sound that intimidating. Well, it did, and it worked, and I'm very proud of you. <laughs> uh, that's strange to hear from you, but okay. I'm sure Lusamine would have been proud of you, too. I don't think I would. used to say shit like that all the time. What? You're telling yeah. me I got it from her? Maybe. I mean, wasn't she a little bit of foul mouth near you, too? Or did she mellow out? Yeah, she was, she was, like, more nicer to me. Compared no. to what you just said. Well, yeah, I suppose you're right. Well, what's the deal now? Say that. What? Oh, all right. Um, I guess he's settling this later, but he's kind of he like points to to Redbox on the floor. 
Oh, um, I guess we could... Ooh, would it be offensive if we took him into, like, any place here? Honestly, yes. Maybe. Um, oof. Let's, uh... Let's lay him under a good palm tree for a little bit. Sure, yeah. That's much better than putting him inside one of those buildings. Um, Eldorus picks him up by the hand and kind of slings him over the shoulder, like how he carried Nanette in the first uh, session. <laughs> Flashbacks. <laughs> and, uh, all right, I'll, I'll take him over there. Uh, where should I meet you guys afterwards? Or unless uh, you're coming Maybe with. at the tavern? Ah, uh, yeah, we should probably check on Jewel. Yeah. All right, I'll meet you over there. And uh, as you guys begin to uh, part ways, the mayor, you hear the mayor muttering as he's, like, dusting himself off. Um, you see, like, there are sand glued to his sweat. Uh, uh. <laughs> um, but you guys part ways at a intersection near the bar, and Eldorus walks over to the dried-out forest. Um, and as you guys... Uh, step into the bar, you see no sign of Jewel. Oh, what? You see the tavern is exactly how you left it. The dark oak still lines the floor. The tables are empty with their mugs spilt over. And you see the bartender is still completely knocked out. Oh, oh no. Where did she go? Um... You also do see that there is a uh, second floor to the tavern. Maybe oh. up there? Oh, yes. Uh, let's check. Um, as you guys kind of hurry up this spiral staircase, you see at the top of this bar, there are these railings that are covered in bear pelt. And up here has a warmer ambience as there is like this fur carpet that lines the floor. And there's also a fireplace that's crackling consistently, but is lined with scoots of turtle shells. However, you see not a sight of anyone here. Um, where could she have gone? Jewel! No Jewel? Thought. Oh, God. In all... Nation. That's a new one. Uh, anyways. What? Uh, sorry, I've just, I've never heard you say anything like that before. I say strangers, don't worry about it. Yeah, like the whole ribcage thing, but... Please don't um, mention that again, that was already terrifying for me. Sorry. Um, let's, let's, maybe, maybe she's in another area building, maybe. I hope so. Um, gonna, what buildings are you going to check out? Uh, which ones are there? Uh, well, there is the tavern that you guys are in, which is, you know, proven empty. Uh, yeah. there is the blacksmith. There is the, uh, the inn and the marechal, which you could assume that is a no. There's the clinic and then there's the bookshelf. Uh, um, if where would a child be? Yeah. Uh, 
I don't really know her all that well, so I'm not sure. Is she a book? Is, it, is she a book girl? Is she like me? Um, um, maybe maybe she's reading children's book. I don't know. Well, it wouldn't hurt to check. So you guys are really going to the bookshelf first. What? Maybe maybe she's in the inn. That's like a place a place for like sleeping and stuff. Maybe she's sleepy. I don't. I don't know. She could be anywhere. She was supposed to yeah, be at the tavern, but that's kind of what makes it a bit hard. Well, let's just check and see. Wait, Eldorus is gonna get lost trying to find us. Ah, uh, well, I. No boy. He'll he'll be fine. Hopefully, he does not go up the mountain again. But yeah, wait, maybe we could separate. And look in different places? That would be much better, Scalfire. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, you're right. We should do that then. Okay. Alright, which one are you going to? Uh, guess I'll go... have our main ones. Guess I'll go to the bookstore. Alright. That's good for me, because I'm going to get easily distracted. <laughs> Fair enough. So okay. we'll start with Mako, or we'll start with Nanette, and then we'll move to Mako. So, uh, Mako, tell me where you're going when I come back to you. Okay. Nanette, as you hurry out of the tavern, both of you part ways going to different buildings, and you beeline it across town, walking through the intricate black uh, cobblestone, and finding your way back to the bookshelf. And as you look at the bookshelf, you see it's the cleanest shell across the entire town. The roof oh, is wow. almost an emerald green, and the, it reflects the, the sky's blue color endlessly. The main door is solid and quaint, and you see the holes are drilled into the bone, making circular windows across the entire building, and a chimney blows smoke out from the top. As you open the door and begin to frantically look around, you are met with a cozy atmosphere. You see a recliner in the center of the room with a pile of books next to it. A couple of tables for readers to sit at are next to the reception desk. And at the desk, you see a large warforged man. And you've never seen a man like this. You oh. see... Wow messy blonde hair that spills out from the sides of his pale complexion. It is tied into a ponytail at the back, and at the top of his head, it's obscured by a beret. He is wearing a sweater vest with a white button-up that clings like plastic wrap across his large and almost overbearing frame. Small rivets and divots lie in his body where certain joints are. And you hear him go, Hello. Nice to meet you. Oh, um, hello. Uh, have you seen a, a young girl around here? A young girl? No. Yes. Oh. Well, give me a better description. Uh, I have not seen anyone recently. Oh, well, I'm looking for a young kobold girl. Uh, pinkish scales. Unfortunately, I have not seen anyone like that yet. 
Uh, well, thanks for helping anyway. No problem. Feel free to come back next time. Alright, uh, will do. We have plenty of books to enjoy and read. Well, and I would love to take a look. As you turn out a little discouraged from this, um, we are going to move to Mako. As you both separate into different directions, Mako, where are you looking? The inn. The inn? Yeah. As you uh, peek into this inn, you see, first of all, that this building is a strange color. The scoots on the shell are a bright pink with white lines running through it. Oh. Oh. And on the sign, the name is written in red text, messily scrawled on there. It says Turtle Hermit Hut. The doors are a comforting yellow that are fitted into the maw of the shell. And the sands around it are sculpted to be in the shape of a puffy cloud. As you open these yellow doors in a hurry, they make no sound. And you are met with a comfy-looking lounge with plush seats in the corner around a small coffee table. A red carpet that lines the building up towards the reception desk. Which is this messy desk riddled with different books. And there is a bell upside down on the desk to call the clerk. And you see the keys are across it. So there's no one around right now. No one around right now. Okay. Um, all right. So I'm going to walk up to the desk and do a little ring. You flip the bell upside down and you ring it. And then... Almost immediately, the door swings open behind the uh, the um, reception desk. And you see this elderly dwarven man wearing a turtle shell vest. His wrinkly oh skin God. contorts around his muscles. And he's wearing star-shaped orange sunglasses. Oh, and his beard awful. is so big, you can't even see his mouth. <laughs> I need those you vests. see... Braided into his beard are these little orange stars, and hanging from his neck are these Mardi Gras beads that are obscured oh. by his flamboyant orange flower-covered uh, button-down. This, this guy's silly. I like him. <laughs> That's awesome. And he's also wearing these blue swim trunks that cover oh. his uh, buckly knees. Okay. And he goes, Hey, what do you want? Hey, have you seen a little cobalt girl? Little Cobalt. What? Little Cobalt? Yeah. Um, uh, describe. Tell me. I, I, I mean, I guess I haven't seen any Cobalts in like a year, so, you know, whatever. I don't fucking care. There's, I haven't seen anyone. Oh, oh my God. Hey. Well, thank you either way. I was just trying to look for her. Oh, I hope you find her. You don't want a room. Uh, maybe not right now. God damn it! You kids coming in my store and coming in, trying to look for. Oh my god! Somebody's just walking up. 
<laughs> you you walk out backwards staring at him and he's going ah, yeah. I, I wasn't expecting such a cool looking old man to be so aggressive yeah <laughs> um yeah uh you can tell by his demeanor that people just barge in and not book rooms very often oh that's kind of sad you kids are running me out of business um, um he like drops him like five gold yeah, just just take this, please. Oh, I'm sorry, thanks, dog. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the people. Yeah, good. You're um, pretty cool. Okay. He oh, tries to you. fist I like bump you. Glasses. I fist him back. I like you so much. You, you want them? What? You want them? Can I? Yeah, you can have them. You're pretty cool. You gave me money, and not many people give me money nowadays. Uh, thank you. It's been about a month. Nobody comes in here anymore. Goddamn kids. Yeah. All right. Uh, thank you. And uh, enjoy your day. He hands you the sunglasses and he goes, Yeah, thanks. I will. Enjoy yours too. I hope you find who you're looking for. Right. And uh, Maka, <laughs> you leave with a new pair of sunglasses. And you can add those to your inventory. And they will give you advantage on perception checks. Are you going to put the them waters. on? <laughs> Less afraid of the sun. Okay. Awesome. And uh, you, yeah, you put them on and they give you, uh, you just see the sun is not so bright anymore. Oh, this is better. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, well, out on sea, you will get advantage on your checks now. Your perception checks. Awesome. As the sun is not killing you anymore. Um, <laughs> and uh, we will cut back to Nanette. As you left the library in a hurry, where are you heading next? Um, where else is there to look again? Um, there is, so basically, the inn is covered, and mm -hmm. the library is covered, so that basically leaves the blacksmith. Yeah, that basically only leaves the blacksmith. Oh, well, alright. Oh, then. and the clinic. <laughs> the clinic, too. Sorry. Oh. Hmm. Blacksmith or clinic? The clinic is closer by to you. Alright, I guess I'll go there, then. As you, um skitter over to the clinic. You open this rustic-looking shell. The scoots on the turtle shell are a an orange with a bright red cross uh, strewn across it. And as you swing in these doors, it makes a loud creak and also a ring. And you see the woman behind the reception desk jumps as she hears the door ring. She's like, ah! Oh my god. Oh. I'm... Did I... Did that scare you? I'm sorry. Yeah, um, yeah, we haven't been getting a lot of patience lately. Uh, everyone's kind of just accepting everything. Oh, uh, right. Well, um, I actually came here because I'm looking for someone. Oh, um, well, we haven't had anyone show up in quite some time. It's, uh, been about a month. N no one at all? 
Uh, I... Maybe while I stepped away, um, here, do you want me to go check? Uh, yes, please. You see as, uh, this woman, uh, this woman is this younger, frizzy-haired, um, she has, like, orange frizzy hair that completely, like, takes over her shoulders. And she's wearing this white overcoat with patches of turtle sewn in it. And under that, she's wearing a black tunic with a rope tied around her waist. She turns into the double doors right next to her desk, and she begins to uh, look around for a bit. But after a tense minute or two of waiting, she comes back and she goes, I'm sorry, sweetie, there's no one here. Oh, uh, all right. I appreciate you checking, though. Um, I do hope you find whoever you're looking for, um... If you don't find them by a certain time, please come back. I, I'd be willing to help. Oh, all right. Thank you. I will. And uh, you close the door. And um, now I will assume you both are heading in the same direction. So, uh, Mako, as you begin to walk over to the uh, smithery, um, you open the doors and followed shortly after that, the net comes running behind you. A little out of breath. Were you? Oh, never mind. I think you weren't. Uh, yeah. Uh, did you have um, uh, nice mm. glasses? Um. Oh, uh, thank you. He kind of gave it to me because I felt bad, and I gave him gold. Oh, well, I see. They're very cool, but um, yeah. I'm guessing you didn't have any luck either. No. So really, she isn't in any of... Okay, that's kind of worrisome. Well, hopefully she'll be here. I hope. Hopefully she did not try to wander anywhere. Uh, thinking she didn't try following us or something. Yes, that is exactly what I'm trying to get. Alright, well, let's check here first. And... As you guys turn to face the entrance of the blacksmith, you also would have noticed that this building has the most iron poles in them. And all of them have black smoke pluming from them, as if they were turned into chimneys. The scoots of the shell Whoa. have turned completely black due to the soot piling up from the makeshift chimneys. And through these semicircle doors, you see an orange light flickering inside. The sound of metal being struck repeatedly, along with the sound of... <clears throat> <clears throat> as a hammer is being brought to an anvil. And after a moment, this person who is behind this anvil looks up at you and goes, Customers, have you come to purchase anything? You know what? I think I might look at this, but... Oh, yeah. First, um... Have you seen any little cobalt girl? Cobalt girl? No, uh, all that's been working in here is me and my daughter. Oh. Hmm. Huh. Oh man, where in all... Where would she be? Um, not sure. I feel like I'm about to get father worried or just... 
Right, um, maybe we should try to meet back with Eldoris and look together. Yeah. Um, as you guys step out of the blacksmith, you hear him yell, Do come back next time. If you need any weapons of any sort, we are more than willing to sail. And we also have frying pans. Ooh. Um, yeah, I'll take a look later. That'll be really helpful. You hear a nudge inside of your head as you yell ooh at a frying pan. <laughs> Don't. Do not. Um. Uh, you hear a little nerd. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. Yeah, what about it? Oh. But, but, yeah, let's go. You're right. <laughs> well, um, all right then. Don't, don't worry you, about it. As you guys begin to um, make your way over to the beach where you know Eldoris is, um, or not by the beach, inside the forest, you see Eldoris is kind of sitting right next to Regval. And uh, it looks like they're having a conversation. Ah. Hmm? Um, as you guys are walking and you hear Eldoris go, It's a really powerful thing you did to give up on your hatred. I know I said it before, but I think if I was in this position, I'd rather face death a hundred times over than ever give up on hunting the leer down. You know, when I was younger, I... Maybe I deserved being killed by him. I know it was only about a year or two ago, but... I was... And do you see he looks up, and he sees you guys, and he goes... Oh! Oh, hey guys! Um, uh, hi, uh... Doris, have you seen her at all? We can't uh, find her. We've uh, looked uh, everywhere, we can't find you all. You guys can- oh god, um, missing child. Oh, uh, Regal, we'll talk about this You later. don't think she tried to follow us, do you? I hope to god not. Um, well, we better start looking, uh, t to the beach. Uh, yeah. All right. Um, Rayvon, uh, stay here. Uh, um, I can't really offer you a glass of water right now. I don't have water or magic to make water, but uh, enjoy the shade. And Rayvon goes. His rest is plenty fine. Thank you for the conversation, Aldoris. No problem. I appreciate you. And you see he pumps his chest two times and then gives a peace sign before running off. He's <laughs> uh, so silly. And as you guys follow Eldorus running through the forest, uh, you break through the forest and you see the beach is still covered in that golden sand. And you do see cobalt tracks. Oh, the tracks. Oh. And... They lead towards the sea. 
up to some rocks. Oh. Let's follow them. Yeah. All right. Well, I have a slight feeling that maybe we should sit back on this one a little bit. Um, take it slow, you know. Uh, you think so? I wouldn't want to scare her and make it dangerous. Um, yeah. Oh, right. I definitely right. don't want her slipping into the sea. Uh, who wants to go? Uh, Nanette, she likes you. I think maybe you would be better. Uh, uh, all right, yeah. I'll go. And I definitely feel like if she sees me first, she's going to assume the worst. Oof. And, uh, Nanette, as you, um, begin to walk over to the, um, to the beach, following the shoreline up to the rocks and those tracks, you see, as you get closer, you begin to see Jules' hair kind of wisping in the wind, and you hear faint sobbing. Oh. (laughs) Um, I guess I'm going to just try to walk towards her and kind of sit next to her. As you sit next to her, she is unmoving as the sound of the waves are masking your sounds. The crashing waves are kind of spraying sea foam onto you as you all are sitting there. Um. Hi, Jewel. Ned? Uh, Ned? Hi. You had us worried there. We couldn't find you. She hugs you so tightly. It feels oh. like your ribs are about to pop. Oh, I'm uh, happy to see you're doing all right. I I thought you were dead. Oh. Oh. Oh no no no. We took it. We took care of everything. We're fine. I I really thought you died down there. It was. I spent eight hours in the the tavern, and then when the nine hours came around, I decided. You guys were gone. I've just been... I've just been thinking that I I was no help. You guys... You guys died down there. Oh, no, no, hon. I'm sorry. I'm sorry we worried you. When ten hours rolled around, I just assumed... It's okay. I'm I'm sorry. We just needed some time to rest. That's all. I'm sorry we worried you. I I'm sorry for hiding, but I just I felt overwhelmed. And whenever I was overwhelmed, I would always look at the ocean. You know, back on my home island, 
when I felt the same way. I used to go over to the lighthouse, and I used to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. I got a very nice view of the ocean from up there. And it always made me feel better, you know, to just get away from everything. Whenever, um, whenever my mom and dad went off to explore islands, they would always leave me behind. Well, initially, but eventually my mom just started sticking with me and we would stare at the ocean together. It always made me feel like I was never alone. But at some point, I felt like I was just dragging her down. And that's why I wanted to come onto this island in the first place. Oh. I just... I didn't want to be alone anymore. It's okay. And I didn't want to drag anyone down. You're not dragging anyone down. If anyone decides to stay behind, that's their choice. Alright? You're not forcing anyone to do anything. I... I... I am sorry for troubling you, Miss Nanette. It's okay. Don't worry about it. I'm just glad you're alright. I'm really happy that you're alive. <sighs> I was afraid that I made friends just to lose them. I I'm so sorry. Oh no. Don't apologize. I don't plan on going down that easily. No, you're strong. I, I'm sorry for not having faith for a couple more hours. But it's okay. Next time. Next time. Can I please come with you guys if you're going anywhere? All right. And as she um, kind of buries her face into your, uh, your stomach, she just hugs you tightly as the tears drizzle into it. And that's where we are going to end the session. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh my, my God. God.